why we're here today to tell you about how amazing Viking Strong Resistance Bands are. They can be found at our website. Now, let's describe them. They are stretchy and they are squishy. They can be used for many different exercises. Yes, Viking Strong Resistance Bands are used to do more challenging squats, arm stretches, and much more. You can stretch them a lot. Please check out Viking Strong Resistance Bands on our website, www.wildernesslaw.us. When being strong isn't enough, be Viking Strong! There you go. Tristan, you want to read your commercial you wrote? It's good. All items at the Indian Mound Farmer's Market are from local sources. It's also a place to meet some really nice and fun people and bond as a community. It's fresh. All the delicious things at the market are items local farmers bring in from this season's harvest. Awesome products like eggs, pickles, they're the only pickles we buy, honey from Jackass Honey Farms, and jellies and jams. It's fun. They have arts and crafts, fashion accessories, and helicopter rides. Yeah, come on out to Liberty Hill, Texas, and check out Indian Mound Ranch Farmer's Market. Welcome to Season 3 of the Wilderness Law Podcast. Yay! Alright, here we go. Little Chris... start to this podcast as we turn on to Highway 37 headed to South Texas. The day after we recorded our last podcast where we were scouting in East Texas with Marion. Today we do not have Marion. I wish we did because she's awesome. But it is Tristan and myself and we will have a lot of fun. Yes. So what can we hunt on this hunt, Tristan? White, we got white tail and some sort of African antelope. Neil guy. Neil guy. And hogs. And hogs, of course. But the cool thing about the Neil guy is that they're considered uh, invasive, right? So you can yep. shoot as many as you want. Uh, you just yeah, we just gotta like cover the bed of the truck in a tarp or something. 
the only if you kill only hogs, they don't need you to check them at the station. According to the paperwork, we have an orientation class in the morning or thing in the morning. We'll see how that goes. Because a lot of times you get to the orientation and the facts on the ground, the rules and regs are a little bit different than what's in the paperwork. Yeah. Uh, so we'll see. But according to the paperwork, if you get hogs, they don't need them checked at the check station. And you know, guy, there's no limit on. But deer and nail guy, you do need to have checked at the check station for whatever reason. And then you gotta lay a tarp down, I guess for any of them? I don't really know, I don't remember. Uh, I wanna say it was just deer and antelope, but because of a certain tick, I think, that lives down in this region, they don't want it getting transported to other parts of Texas, and somehow a tarp's supposed to combat that. But look, this is a long hunt. This is a five-day hunt. So we're going to get a little time to actually scout. We're going to get a little time to figure out where we're going to, which this is all part of scouting, but set up a blind, you know, figure out where we want to set up a blind, actually set up a blind, check the wind, all that good stuff. Mm -hmm. So it should be fun. How many hours we got to Corpus? Until Corpus? Maybe not even that much. An hour and a half or something like that. See that power plant over there? That's where we fish for redfish. Really? Yep. This is the south side of that lake. Oh. So we, I, I guess we should say, so today is Thanksgiving. We ate Thanksgiving at Uncle Dale's, filled up on turkey and various desserts, and talked hunting. Speaking of which, I have my map in my pocket from Sam Houston Scouting. He gave us another area we should look at. Um, and another idea on what we need to do on digital scouting before, oh, that we need to add to that list. Um, so, what we will do, so if you can open that list, and uh, we'll do that after the, well, yeah, we'll do that after the podcast. We'll do it after the podcast. Um, but he gave us a note to add something at as far as uh, landscape that we want to look for. <sighs> yeah, this, this is going to be different down here. Down on the coast. But, uh, Delta said there's supposed to be some big deer down here. So when we start kind of pulling back on which hunts we actually put in for, which this year I didn't, I pulled back a little bit because I didn't put in for any state park hunts. I 
because we decided we did not like those. Like, this place is good size, but it didn't look like there was that many sections to it. The place we're going, uh, Laguna Atacosa. Uh, but yeah, it didn't look like there was that many sections to it. But on the emails, it looked like there's a ton of hunters coming, so hell, I don't know. We'll see how it goes. But yeah, I mean, so the plan for tomorrow is orientation, get our unit, go scout the unit, and then decide what kind of blind setup we want to plan for, and then go to the store and buy the crap for the blind. That's, I kept thinking maybe I'll just buy one of them pop-up blinds, but... It's just, it would just be for this one hunt, because you're lucky if you can fit uh, even us two in that smaller blind, and I didn't want to buy the big blind, because where the hell are we going to use that? Uh, so I'm thinking we'll just spend a little bit on like PVC and camo netting stuff, or Something just depends on the landscape. Yeah. And uh, yeah, should be cool. You know, we saw. I think we saw. Or I'm pretty sure I saw a Neil guy from like far off when we were driving down here to just be beach bums for a week during the summer. Thanksgiving evening, 
and they already had their Black Friday craziness start. There's a whole lot of people with TVs in their shopping carts. And, uh, yeah, the electronics section was just slammed full of humans. So, yeah, that was also like a, just a crappy Walmart. It was smaller, I guess. Uh, just had less selection. Smaller and more humans. Yep. So, okay. So this is like the pre... The first part of the podcast is kind of a teaser section. And hope maybe we might do some little update podcast chunks while we're here. And hopefully a big one on the way back. I know we'll, we'll be exhausted after four or five days of hunting. But I don't know. Maybe we tag a handful of animals in day one and just head on. Maybe we can, you know, fill the cooler. Yeah. So, we'll see. It'd be ta- cool if we tagged one of all three. That would be cool. That's all I got for this little pre-part. Yeah. How much did we record? Twelve minutes. Twelve whole minutes. But that's Alright, we'll catch y'all on the flip side. You gonna stop it? Nope, wait. Recording. We're recording. We're recording. Are we counting math and everything? Oh, no, I need to get buckled up or we're gonna get stuck. Oh, yeah, you do. Alright! Update for the podcast. Day two of one. Day two? Yeah. Yeah. Yesterday was orientation. That seems like a thousand years ago. Look at ago. it. It's buried. Yep. We had a very eventful and interesting day two so far. The afternoon time is probably not going to be as interesting. But, uh, yeah, we got to turn around. We're going to end up having a wreck and dying. Uh, we came over to, we did the morning hunt and came over to South Padre Island. To meet with family. I don't know why we're doing bad Boston acts. I do, because we're making Seth MacFarlane references. Um, and he's really good at Boston accents. Yeah, that lady's recording the sand dunes. Yeah. Yeah, all the sand is spilled over on the road. But yeah, we came over to South Padre after the morning hunt. Uh, to get some food for lunches and dinners and we're going to have dinner to knock on the island with uh, some family that lives here and but the reason we wanted to do a little mid hunt update on the podcast is A we have the time to kill and B Tristan I want you to tell the story of the morning. We did not get anything. Spoiler alert to the end of the story. So don't be expecting a kill. I really wish we had. But, Tristan, tell the story. I want you to think about the way you tell a story. 
What are the three parts of a story? Trip? Beginning, middle, and climax. No. <laughs> the beginning, and the middle, and the end. Tristan. What do I tell Marion? I don't remember. What are the three parts of a story? The beginning. What's the beginning? Okay. The hook. Shatter. Okay. Beginning, middle, end. Beginning, introduce characters. Middle, introduce the problem. End, the characters find a solution to the problem. Okay? Okay. <laughs> Me? And Steve and Lane. Uh-huh. There's this stupid zipline thing. Uh, get out of the truck and... We walk to our place that we'd set up the day before. Uh, oh wow! Yeah. There's no road. Oh. It's there's more sand than road. Oh. Uh, so we're turning around. Yeah. Cause we're just kind of driving up here for fun, anyways. Anyway, all right. So I messed up your story. Sorry about that. Me and Lane. Get out of the truck and go to the place where we'd set up, which was pretty uneventful in the morning. Um, and we're sitting there and we're getting eaten by bugs. Well, that was last night. Oh, we yeah. We got eaten by bugs. Okay, not getting Mostly eaten by chiggers bugs. and some very interesting looking ticks. Yeah. So I'm sure we're going to get Lyme disease. Yeah. Um, That'll be an adventure. Yeah. Adventures of Lyme disease. And friends. Alright. I'm going to stop interrupt. And, uh... So... It's mid-morning. We haven't seen anything. We really haven't heard anything. So, we, uh... Get up and decide to walk around. Bye-bye, Mr. Chips. Um... We are walking around. We are walking down the trail. Road thing, whatever it is. And uh, all of a sudden we see these uh, shapes on the horizon that don't look like whitetail and they don't look like anything I've ever seen to me because they were so far away they looked like hogs to me. So Stephen pulls up his binos and those are Neil Guy. And I pull up my binos and look at them. Yeah, they're Neil Guy. Alright, we're going to do a Tarantino pause and sidestep for a chunk of story where you're going to talk about what's Neil Guy. I don't know if we talked about it in the first part of the podcast. Neil Guy are uh, the uh, these African uh, antelope. antelope that are uh, huge. huge and have this weird hump on their back and they have these uh... yeah, no, we're not going to let you in. Um... Like they're just horns that stick up. They're like spike. They look like spike bucks when with their horns because they just they don't branch. But they're antelopes, so it's actually horn. It's not yeah. antler. Yeah, and uh, uh, and how they got here is that they were came over on game ranches, right? And then they escaped and bred and stuff. Yeah. I think so. I know people shipped a lot of African, uh, yeah, I should say African, a lot of species from different parts of the world to 
other places too, but to the United States specifically, because that affects what we're talking about. Um, back in the day, like in the 1800s, like even in the early 1800s, like we were talking about Sitka deer, mm-hmm. you know, the Sitka deer were taken from Japan to Ireland in the early 1800s. I don't know why. I forgot what it's called, but there was a period in time where the Europeans were trying to make America more like Europe. And so they were bringing all o- over all these uh, animals that back then were not native, but now we consider native. Like what? Like uh, hogs. Well, and we don't I, consider hogs native nowadays. Well, but, that's just domestic livestock, though. That's different than wild. But they're also bringing over crop, uh, different plants. Yeah. That they consider native, and we don't. Uh, and that caused some problems. Yeah. Invasive yeah. botanical species. And so that's a whole different ordeal, but this is interesting. Uh, well, I don't know why I said this is interesting because I don't have any more things to talk about. Um, can we go back to the story now that we've yes. talked about what meal they are? Well, okay. these are like, yeah, so they're really big and they were, they are an invasive species. So you can kill as many of them as you want. And they're as big, okay. Assuming as, you can As a size reference, they're about the size of an elk. They're a little bit smaller than elk, yeah. yeah. They're definitely, like a small elk. Uh, definitely. Eh, mule deer. They're about the size of a mule deer, right? Okay, yeah. 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 Uh, maybe a little bit bigger than some mule deer. Yep. Okay. Continue with your story. So we see them, and we're walking. We start walking towards them more quickly because we want to try and get some, cut the distance because they're for, to where we are we don't know how big they are so we think they're pretty close and so we're walking we're walking and walking and then finally they just run off into the brush and so we keep walking and we finally get to where they are and we find out that it was like 600 yards away well we, we thought were... it was 600 yards now I think it was more like 800 yards like it was really far yeah um it was really far so we get up to where they are and we're looking around for them and there's this huge giant uh like plane in front of us like all around us where we had been sitting was all trees and brush and stuff and this it's just flat open uh grasses and dune not dunes but salt what would you call that what are you talking about the the like Flood plane, flood plane. Is that what you consider? Uh, like flat spots. Yeah. Uh, is a flat it, spot. Because they look like they would hold water. I, uh, if it did, it was a long time ago. Savannah. Yeah, I guess. Like was, that's what it looked like. Like these Neil guy looked at home. Yeah. In this land, after being in a bunch of brush. We walk out to this open spot that you could easily mistake for a savanna. And, uh... Yeah, some of them were just, like, sandy spots where there wasn't as much vegetation. And some of it was just ankle-high 
vegetation where we met your buddy. Mm, don't talk about my buddy. He's my best friend. Okay. And uh, so, and we walk, get to that place, and we see the Neil guy. And so, and they are not, they don't have the same type of eyes as deer, like whitetails. And they can see hunter orange. And so we take off our hunter orange and we put it in my pack. And we just sit there for a good 10 minutes. It felt like 10 minutes. It was probably closer to five. Well, I don't know. We were... Yeah, I'm saying it was closer to five. It just felt like it because we were so fixated on that bull who was watching us. Yeah. Like, he pretty much busted... I don't know about busted us, but he saw that there was something back there that was, wasn't normally back behind him. And we're about 100, 125 yards away from him at this point. And so, we're sitting there for five minutes... And we finally get up to start moving and closer to them to get in bow range and they just start moving. And to us it seemed very fast but it was like they were kind of meandering. They were going fast but to them not so fast. Is that a good way to put it? Um, Say it. It's a good way for me to put it because I'm awkward. I just put it how you're going to put it. I need to stop, like, trying to correct and add to and stuff. And so, we... In Dude, it's as busy as it was this summer. Yeah. The beach access. And so, we get over there and we're to where they were. And they are, like, 200 yards away. And so, we start this long process of us moving up and trying to cut them off and then just running away and we do that for a long time and then finally we get into this one position where they're coming at us from like a 75 degree angle and we're going at them at a 75 degree angle I'm just saying like they were kind of going horizontal not horizontal. Per, uh, parallel. Parallel. And we were going horizontal so we could meet them. Wait, none of what you're saying are the right words. Well, they, we were paralleling them-ish. Like, just trying to sneak in a little bit. We, we were trying to cut them off, right? Yeah, but, like, playing the long game. And we see the... And Steven, like, takes a step back. And I thought it was a rattlesnake. Lane takes a step back. And, like, I thought it was a rattlesnake. And, um, I get up there, and it's a jackrabbit. This huge jackrabbit is just chilling. But he's just staring at us. Well, he jumped. I jumped, and, like, I could have stepped on him, honestly. He was so crazy close, and I was so fixated on the no guy that he jumped, he was, I don't know, two feet from me, and he panicked and jumped and pounced about six feet from from us, and just sat there, huddled up, 
with crazy eyes. His eyes were like bigger than quarters. Um, and that was interesting. And yeah, he scared the shiitake mushrooms out of me. And so we keep it going out. I the, thought it was definitely a snake when something started moving. And then it was just a jackrabbit. About the most interesting colored jackrabbit I've ever seen. Because usually back home they're just like gray. Yeah. And this guy was like blonde and red colored. Hunter Gallery. Uh, it's an art gallery. And the guy that owns it's name is Hunter. Oh. And so that happened. Now we're kind of on our toes looking for snakes being more observant of the ground because it, we didn't see him and if he was a snake that wouldn't have been good so we're looking around more now so we are and we're still going after the, this Neil guy these Neil guy and one of them is this big buck or not buck bull yeah I think they call them bulls and cows and he's decent sized because I mean I guess. For, I mean, he's definitely much bigger than all the other, uh, the other six. And so we're going, trying to get him. Um, and so we're walking, trying to get him. And then all of a sudden, they kind of go right, and they're upwind. For I mean, yeah, upwind. Uh, after they circled? Yeah. Uh, they got downwind of us where they could smell us. Yeah, sorry. All and the time before this, we were uh, downwind of them. And so they could see that something was there, but they couldn't smell us, so they never really legitimate freaked out or anything. And so they do, they circle around. And they get uh, downwind for, of us. And at this point, we're both... We, it's been an hour of chasing these guys. We're both pretty tired. Yeah, it was over an hour. And yeah. all of a sudden, they just... They, we chased them for like another five minutes, and then finally they got our smell and bolted. And that was the last time we saw them. They ran into the brush. Yeah, I was kind of hoping one of the other guy, hunters that was on our same trail hunting, or hunting off of our same trail whatever I was kind of hoping they'd go back towards them but then when we walked back we realized all those guys had already finished hunting for the day so even if they did go through there we did see finally saw a sign of a good buck and it was just droppings but uh, mm, yeah yeah, um, so I don't know. I think we're in a pretty good spot right next to the lake. Mm-hmm. I think we're gonna hunt closer to that savanna area tomorrow. Yep. And right now we're just trying to kill Tom on Is that Padre. I thought that was a large foot. That's a weather cover over a boat. Uh, seems odd, but whatever. Apparently, they're gonna have a uh, Christmas parade. Well, you know, I mean, they do fireworks every, you know, three nights a week or whatever. 
Ow. Me and Steven are both bug bitten and tired, so. Yeah, those chairs messed us up. I wonder why so many people were here, like, for came here for Thanksgiving. Yeah. Meatball Cafe. That wasn't here when we came here this summer, right? I don't know. Reduced up to 70% off. Yeah. yeah. It seems like an odd time to be on South Padre, Iowa. Yeah, I know. I'm about to fall asleep. Okay. Alright, so that's just a quick little update. And we will do the rest of this podcast on the way home, I guess. Unless something awesome happens. Alright. Yeah. Okay, bye bye. Bye. Alright, so I hate to do this to y'all, um, but we are going to finish the story of this hunt in next week's podcast, because I think there were enough lessons to fill up a podcast on its own. Uh, we will see. So, it's not much of a cliff, cliffhanger, because it's not like there's a cool twist ending. Just, uh, it's, I think it's too much for one podcast. Alright, talk to you. Or check us out next week. Bye.